Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And first and foremost, I just want to say there's been a, a, a slight programming shift. Um, I was supposed to be on hiatus from um, starting today and lasting through Monday, but obviously I'm coming to you live, so um, the hiatus was cut a little bit short. And that's because there are some big, big breaking stories um, that I wanted to bring you as soon as I possibly could. Um, so in lieu of, in lieu of um, blinds tomorrow, I'm going to do the Britney deep dive tomorrow. And then the MV blind on Sunday and... Um, in the 90s blind from him on Monday. So, yeah, you guys get to deal with me for one more day live. Um, okay, so... Uh, um, as you all know, Fuller House is going into its last season. And... It's kind of bittersweet. You know, at least they have the option, unlike Santa Clarita Diet, to wrap up all of these storylines that kind of had threads hanging and whatnot. Um, And part of the reason why it's the final season, honestly, is because of Netflix's model. Where if a show lasts for a certain amount of time... Um, when the show would normally go into syndication, Netflix has to start paying um, what the show would make in syndication, basically. Um, They have to pay the studio um, a certain amount of money. They have to pay the actors um, what they would normally get from syndication. Things like that. Um, So that's why you're seeing a rash of Netflix shows canceled, like Santa Clarita Diet, um, uh, and, and where we've seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt come to an end this year, uh, House of Cards, um, and this is why, um, and, and they're going to move into more shows where they produce them themselves, um, to avoid that situation. But, back to Fuller House, and I know that Will is going to scream when he hears this segment, <laughs> It boggles his mind that I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones, but I've watched every single episode of Fuller House. Um, so, with Fuller House, um, Bob Saget, um, Candace Cameron Bure, and Andrea Barber all posted on social media um, about the about their meeting. Um, they all got together for their last first table read. Of, and it, I mean, everyone got really sentimental and cute. And I'll, I'll read some of their captions in just a minute. Um, but the reason why, uh, one of the reasons why it's bittersweet is because Aunt Becky, Lori Lachlan, will not be part of the final season of Fuller House. Because uh, obviously she's facing criminal charges connected to the college admissions scandal. 
it, you know, she really has no one to blame but herself. Uh-uh. I, 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 I try to feel bad for her. I really do. I just can't quite get there. Um, but here is what um, some of the cast people said. Um, Bob Saget said, some people that I love and will and will be fun to hang out with for At Fuller House Season 5. Um, and it, it, it's a picture of him, Kent Cameron Bray, and Andrea Barber. Jody Sweeten wrote, we're back. Season 5 table read today. I'm back to rehearsal next week. Woo-hoo. Um, Candace, or Andrea Barber said... First table read of season five, our last table read. As Scott Wanger so aptly put it, it's like the first day of your senior year. This one's going to be bittersweet. Candace Cameron Bray said, I cried through the whole thing. I love the people I work with and I love the show so much. And I can't imagine, um, you know, the gig I just left, I was at for four years. And I, like, I, I have friends that worked, but it was because I was already friends with them, and I got them the job. Um, but as a freelancer, I don't really have coworkers, but when I did, they, they always made it so much harder for me to leave the job because you love them so much. So I really have a lot of empathy for, for the cast and the crew of Fuller House, and especially since um, they've worked together for... 30 odd years now. So, but I need to not work, so I'm gonna go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. One of the things that um, always just kind of boggles my mind is. Um, Domestic domestic abusers who try to make things go away. Um, Such is the case with Ryan Felipe. So we've talked about this before. Um, Ryan... Ryan... uh, Ryan... (laughs) Ryan's ex-girlfriend... Has accused him of punching her and throwing her down the stairs. Which is bad. I mean, let's all just be real here. That is horrible. But that's not all. Now she says that. Um. Eh, he, um. Now, his ex, Elise Hewitt, says that he paid off his ex-fiance, Paulina Slater, um, for sending her harassing text messages. Um, Here is what an LAPD report said. Io had prior knowledge that the suspect was the suspect on another crime report dated March 26, 2017. The victim was his ex-fiancee of six years. The suspect was sending harassing text messages to the victim. The criminal case was dropped. 
The suspect advised Io that he had to pay out the victim. He did not reveal the amount given. Okay, so that looks pretty damning right now. Um, I mean, it doesn't say that he acknowledged or admitted anything, which is fairly odd, but not necessarily something that you can run um, and proclaim guilt with. Um, but page six is reporting that they were told that no money changed hands and Ryan only paid uh, Paulina's um, lawyer fees, which not sure why you would do that if, if you're completely innocent, but again, he did not say he was guilty of anything. So... Um, and a rep for Ryan said, Ryan was found innocent by the LAPD of the crime for which he was accused, as is her right, Hewitt has decided to sue Ryan civilly. Ryan has and will continue to provide necessary information and resources as requested by her counsel, as deemed necessary by the court. We continue to look forward to the civil trial, which will supplement the findings of the LAPD's findings of innocence nearly two years ago. I don't know if that's worded correctly. And here's why. Abuse is oftentimes very hard to prove. Uh, Especially without witnesses. Um, In my case, which I've talked about um, several times on on the show, I had a witness... I had several witnesses to the abuse, not always um, physical, but the the emotional and um, and the last time when my ex was actually arrested, there there was a neighbor watching and saw what happened, and actually called the police for me. But that's not always the case. So again, I don't know that him being found innocent was the right way to word that. Um, again, I'm not saying he's guilty, uh, but I, I think the chances are that he is. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. Um, his legal team said attorneys for Hewitt attempted to subpoena records from LAPD concerning prior claims of assault, battery, and or harassment. Only learn from the LAPD that no such documents exist. I'm not sure how the how his legal team is spinning this if there actually is a record of um, him telling the LAPD that he paid out for uh, Paulina's lawyers. But I mean, they're I guess they're doing their job and brava to them. I really don't know. Um, I'm gonna go and I will be right back. And I'm back. So, okay. Y'all know I hate, hate, hate talking about the Kardashians or the Jenners. Um, I just don't feel like they do anything of note. However, since Kendall, 
Kendall Jenner's and Kendall Jenner and Ben Simmons breakup is so big, we have to talk about it. But I'm not going to talk about the shit that everyone else is talking about. I don't care. Their friends are, or please respect their privacy. The Kardashians don't know what privacy means. Okay, when you film your daughter having sex, you lose all rights to pretend like you know what the fuck privacy is. And I'm not sorry. Um, I, I promise this won't get as fiery as, as some of the other segments, but... You know, truthfully, I I hate the Kardashians. I avoid them at all costs. Uh, But I know some of you like them, and and this is a big gossip story. So I definitely need to cover it. And especially since it is breaking news. Because just two days ago, there was a headline on page six that said, how Kendall Jenner keeps her relationship with Ben Simmons private. And then and then the blaring headline is, Oh, Ben Simmons and Kendall Jenner broke up. It must be time for a new storyline. Because that's the only reason why I can see that uh, Kendall would end her fake relationship with Ben Simmons. Oh, there I said it. Yes. It is a fake relationship. Or it was a fake relationship. Um... But, of course, nothing with the Kardashian-Jenner family is real. So, there's that. Um, Blind Gossip revealed an item called No Touching. Um, And this one is a very straightforward blind item. um, Where they talk about how the relationship is not real. Their source told them... I was at a private gathering with them, and I noticed that they never touched unless someone was taking a photo. Seriously, not even once. I asked one of his teammates if they were a real couple, and he said, Nah, but it's good for, it's good publicity for both of them to be together. And again, that's why I say, <clears throat> nothing with the Kardashians are real. If you think Kim and Kanye are really in love... I have a bridge to sell you in Arizona. All right. Here's whatever people want to say, and and trust me, I can think of many nasty things to say about the Kardashians. Kris Jenner knows what the public wants. And she knows that it was time for a breakup Impossible reunion with one of Kendall's exes. Um, rumor has it that she's already moved on to Harry Styles, who, if you remember from, I believe it was our last blind item show, wants to experiment more with um, being gender queer or gender fluid and wearing different, um, more unisex or female clothes. Um, going into the future. According to Indie Lawyer over at Crazy Days and Nights, um, they're trying to lure him onto the show, but he already knows how they're going to make him look, and he's resisting. Um, here's the other thing. 
when these guys, especially Kindle, when these guys date a Kardashian, and again, especially Kindle, they either come out looking like womanizing assholes, and they ruin their prospects for sponsors and whatnot, or people automatically go to their gay. And I say, say that because almost everyone Kindle's been, been paired with has been thought to be gay, including um, the brief time when she had a flirtation with Justin Bieber. So, yeah. Um, and then the second blind item, which it, that was a very nice segue, unplanned. <laughs> um, and, the, and the second blind item called Shady and Clout, Ben Simmons, um, there are screen caps. So, guys, go over to Blind Gossip, look for Shady and Clout, because they actually published the screen caps. They were not playing. They came for him. Um, and the screen caps um, said, come to mind. This was some woman he was sleeping with. He said, I can't. I can FaceTime you, though. Yeah, just FaceTime me when you're ready. And, mes- and message instead of me. Oh, message blank instead of me. Then it won't look like anything's happening. Okay. Um, and, and then again, um, she, the woman wrote, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not staying around if you're out here fucking different girls every week. And are you serious? You told me when I met you last time that you weren't even seeing, um, the name is redacted, but we know it's Kendall Jenner. And when he said it was only at Kindles to see a friend. Man, everyone always says shit without even asking me first. And I already told you why I make sure I get seen with her. Stop messaging me if you... If you want me phone, blank or blank. You're such a hoe. Fuck you and your small ass dick. And... Again, they revealed that to be Kendall Jenner and Ben Simmons. Which makes me think that we're about to hear about how Ben was this womanizing asshole who broke Kendall Jenner's heart and she's relying on her buddy, Harry Styles. And then they'll just eventually, Harry and Kendall will end up in a contracted um, relationship for as long as it's good for publicity. I'm going to go and I will be right back. And I'm back. Oh, um, I think his name was David, David Carter. About 15, maybe 20 years ago, um, this dude wrote a book called Late Shift. Um, and it was very much in the vein of, um, the Kelly Claps or the upcoming How You Doing Inside the Whitney Williams Divorce. Where he had all the inside scoop on what happened in the Letterman-Linho late-night wars. <coughs> um, and I think we're about to see... Well, not the sequel, but another sequel. Uh, the sequel, of course, was the Conan O'Brien-Linho 
um, Miss Mishap, um, which was covered extensively over on Generation Gossip when I had it. Um, basically, what happened um, was they forced Leno out in favor of Conan O'Brien. When they did that, ratings tanked horribly. And um, Conan was fired relatively fast. Um, Jay Leno's weird um, primetime talk show experiment was canceled and he went right back to this night show. Rating soared, everyone was happy. And a few years later, he was forced to retire again, this time for real, and and it stuck. And they brought Jimmy Fallon up from um, The Late Show to um, The Tonight Show. And, um, and then they moved Seth Meyers from Saturday Night Live over there. And Lauren Michaels took over The Tonight Show and The Late Show. So what does this have to do with anything? I'm just giving you a little background because we're about to see shit hit the fan again with The Tonight Show. Um, and this, it actually might be worthy of its own book if things come to fruition as I'm hearing. First, let's give you some background into what's happening. For the first time in, I like, 25 years, um, the, I'm sorry, the, I don't, Seth Myers has a late, the show after the Tonight Show, I thought it was called The Late Show, but it, it's clearly not. Anyways. Um, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert beat The Tonight Show in the ratings for the entire year. Um, this hasn't happened, like I said, in 25 years. And NBC Brass are fuming because The Tonight Show is their golden goose. Even when they were in a ratings freefall a few years back, they could always count on The Tonight Show to keep profits up and keep the lights on. Um, and so, What they did is they t- um, Stephen Colbert had one of the executive producers of CBS This Morning come over to his show, and he experienced a huge amount of ratings growth. And then, so NBC was like, hey, this worked for them. So they brought over producer... Jim Bell, who who worked on Today, and then went over there. And um, a lot of this was because Jimmy Fallon realized that in this 
climate, he had to adapt to the political humor that is so popular nowadays. But it didn't work. Ratings continued to fall. And they're left with a huge mess on their hands. And Jim Bell is blaming Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels is blaming Jim Bell. Um, and it's just... Uh, it's a big mess. Here's the thing. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this loudly. The reason Jimmy Fallon is failing is not because he's not doing political humor. It's because he's not doing him. Stephen Colbert is known for political satire. That is his brand. So everything he's doing right now is strictly him. When he first took over for David Letterman, he was faltering and failing big time. It wasn't until the election that he started seeing ratings growth. And that's, of course, no offense to Mr. Colbert. Um, You know, he's a wonderful man. But the truth is the truth. With Donald Trump in the White House, it's been a gift to him. The same way George W. Bush was a gift to him when he was doing the Colbert Report. The truth is the truth. Um, Jimmy Fallon is known for frat boy humor. Soft interviews. So his 180 of now trying to be something completely different... It just doesn't come across as being truthful. And the audiences pick up on that. And there has to be one late night show that doesn't do political humor. Seth Meyers already does it beautifully for NBC. Leave it to him. Uh, you know, if you look at CBS, Colbert does the political stuff. Um, James Corden just does the fluffy, fun stuff. And it's a combination that works. I, what Jimmy Fallon needs to do is go back to his brand. Go back to what made him popular in the first place. Um, uh, and one of... Jimmy Fallon's producers, Katie Hockmeyer, has left The Tonight Show. Um, They say that she's still an employee with NBC, which, given NBC's reputation, I'm going to take with a grain of salt, personally, but believe what you want. Um, But of course, you know... That is what it is. Uh, But I'm hearing that next season, if things don't take a drastic upward turn, Jimmy Fallon will be replaced. Um, There's no word yet on who 
might replace him. Um, Jay Leno does not seem to be in contention right now. Um, but various sources say that NBC News, um, not NBC News, NBC is they're not happy. Yes, they have they're getting viral videos, but viral videos don't pay the bills. So what they need right now is people tuning back into the show, especially for a franchise that stretches way back and has such a storied history. Will will they get it? I don't know. Um, Jimmy Fallon is not very likable right now. Um, You know, a lot of people blame him for Trump's ascent to the presidency. Um, They say that when he tousled Trump's hair, that humanized him. And, you know, Jimmy has walked that back and said, if I could do it over, I would. I'm very sorry. Um, but sometimes, first of all, sometimes sorry is just not enough. And again, it goes back to being on brand. Jimmy is not a spontaneous interviewer. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell is. And, you know, I'm just going to put this out there. If Jimmy Fallon is replaced, I hope they bring in a woman. Um, Chelsea Handler, obviously she had a She's had a lot of success in late night and would be great. Um, Samantha B, who is great on TBS, although I would really, really miss her. Or Rosie O. I would love Rosie to have her own show again. Um, but that's going to do it for me for today. Um, and this is really it. I don't expect it to come back to you guys. Um, so tomorrow, Brittany Deep Dive. Um, Sunday is MV, and, um, MV has the reveal at the very end, so make sure you listen to the whole episode. And then Monday is the 90s blind from him. And, of course, if there is breaking news, I will, um, be back with you guys live. But if not, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Thank you all so much for listening, and until next time, cheers.